tale of the tape for this, our main event of the evening. We introduce the champion, Chris, the West Side Strangler Brennan. Let's get it all! What's up, guys? We're here to go over UFC 294 in Abu Dhabi this weekend. Um, super great card. A um, couple of big changes on the card, but it turned out to be almost like it was planned. They were such good fights, and everyone right. just was ready to make weight. I might be happier for the fights that we oh, ended up with. Oh, I am, for sure. With. For sure. A couple risky fights for guys to take at the moment, for but sure. at the same time, big, uh, big return if they pull it off. Yeah, and uh, the first fight, so we'll, hit, we'll start with the undercard fight first. Next Generation's Tim Elliott is fighting a guy, uh, Muhammad Mikhaev. Mikhaev. Yeah. What do you know about Muhammad? Oh, he's got a huge mouth. Um, he talks a lot. He's been going back and forth with Tim on Twitter for the last two months. <laughs> um, and then he just saw it. I, I saw Tim send us a picture um, there in the elevator, and Muhammad was calling him small and old. And I was like, wow. small, bro. Like, he was literally 30 pounds over when he got there. Like, he's not small. He's got to be one of the biggest 25ers in the, in the division. And um, one of the strongest, too. Yeah, he is. He is. I would say the strongest, but um, I don't know. There would have to be somebody that's like six inches shorter than him and like crazy Jack to be as strong as him. He's very, very strong. Um, Mohammed Mikhaif is only 10 and 0 in 9 and 0, 9 and 0 in uh, in the or in, in as a pro. But yep. he's on a 33-fight win streak. Yeah, I'm he's, looking. He's never lost. I'm he, looking from through. amateur to pro. I don't know why his amateur career was so long, but it's uh, it'll be exciting. I, I've he's super beatable, even though he's never been beat. You know, if that makes sense. And and Tim's the guy to do it, man. He's so awkward. You know, uh, I, I'm I'm a hundred hundred percent believe that Tim's gonna pull it off, and uh, he just needs to he needs to fight smart. The weight cut needs to go well. Yeah. You know, he, he definitely struggles with the weight cut. Yeah. Um, but I think uh, if the weight cut is good and the rehydration is good, um, I think that he gives this guy. All the problems. Uh, weight cut and travel has got to be difficult. You're, yeah, you're halfway across the, the world. Still not sleeping uh, very well. Which is that? That makes your weight cut tough. Yeah, I mean, that's, that, he he went early because of that. You know, a, a week before the week they bring him out. Yeah. Um, but but still, you know, I would I had three guys fighting on Friday night here. Yeah. So Austin went with him to corner him, and Juan Archuleta went with him. He's buddies with Juan Archuleta. And I was going to be here to corner Ty, Delmer, and Cash. And one by one, all three of those guys' fights fell off. And there's You're no like, fights on Friday no. night. So now everyone will probably be at my house watching Tim fight Absolutely. on Saturday morning. It's, it starts early in the morning on Saturday. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. It, uh, I think the card starts start at 9 a.m. And then the main card's like 1. Yeah, yeah. 1 te Texas time. Yeah. Um, so how is Tim going to crack the code? What's he going to do? Um, uh, without giving away too much. Yeah, I mean, most likely th this guy's not easy to finish. Obviously, he's never been finished. He's never been beat. So I'd imagine that he's going to grind him, you know, grind out a decision, uh, beat him up a lot. The guy throws awkward stuff. He throws flying knees. You know, he, he, he fought one wrestler. And he flying need the guy because when he rushed the guy, the guy level changed, kind of like Askren did with yep. Masvidal. Yep. And uh, that's not the thing to do when someone rushes you. Even though it'd be like, if he didn't throw a knee, the easiest takedown ever. If he does throw a knee, that's the wrap. You know, so uh, it, you got to circle when you're getting rushed like that. And and the guy didn't. I forget who it was, but good fighter. Whoever his last win was, 
and and he uh, knocked him out with a, a jump knee. Last win was uh, Jafel fin- Finlow. Was that a knockout? No, it's rear naked. What was the one before that? Uh, win by armbar, win by decision. It's going back a ways. I'm looking at the right guy. Yeah, yeah, Makayev. So if you go back. He beat somebody good, but his only good win. Win rear naked, win armbar, win decision, win oh, guillotine. sorry, it was all the way back to, what's Cody Jordan choke? Yeah, guillotine. Tap to strikes. I don't know. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> we were, me and Tim were just talking about it, whoever <laughs> it was. Maybe maybe he dropped him with it okay. and then choked him. Uh, okay. I believe it was Cody Jordan. Uh, but... Yeah, yeah. He, he definitely he dropped him and hurt him with the knee and then choked him. Yeah, and I'm looking um, of his nine professional <clears throat> wins. It's looking like five come by way of submission, three decision, and, and one by strikes. Um, Tim is definitely difficult to submit. I was just going to say, what kind of ground game does Yeah, he's, he's not easy to submit. Um, he has a solid ground game, um, and, and his wrestling you know, is a D2 national champion. And so he can wrestle... And his nickname is awkward, right? And and so he can strike and wrestle. He'll take you down on accident. Like he has the fastest head outside singles that just dumps guys, doesn't go to the ground with them, just dumps them, lets them up, you know, fight some more, does it again. Um, did it in his last fight against um, Victor Altamirano a couple times. And it's just a kind of a, an easy takedown, you know? So I, I'm positive he gets on top. At some point, he may okay. end up on his back as well. Yeah, you know, because Muhammad can wrestle as well. Yeah, but I, I believe that uh, Tim gets on top at some point. Do you like Tim off his back? I don't like anyone off their back. Okay, you know, like he needs to use whatever he can from the bottom to get back on top and not hang out on bottom. This guy is got he's got great submission defense, and and you know he's not exciting. He's not he's not killing anybody with his ground and pound, but uh, he will. He does have good enough submissions. So he needs to, you know, he needs to get up without giving up his back, and and uh, and I'm sure, you know, I'll go ahead and say it now they're both going to get on top. They're both going to get takedowns. Okay. Tim's too awkward to not get on top at some point, just because he's got the craziest scrambles, and he, he. So even if he gets taken down, he'll find a way to get on top. Even when he fought Tagira from from Russia, he got taken down every takedown. Not every takedown, but I, w- I would say 50 to 75% of every takedown Tagira got, he ended up on bottom. Tim ended up on top. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he was able to just... Reverses on the shot, on the yep. takedown. Yep. Weird scrambles. You know, he's strong. So... He's awkward. Yeah, I'm, I'm going... He is definitely awkward. I'm um, going with Tim by decision. Okay. So this is a grinder. This is three rounds. Yep. Um, it is the, uh, the, the main... It's the prelim it was, final. It was on the that. main card already. Yeah. It was on the main card when the first thing was announced. And I was like, man, this is an insane main card. And then they bumped him to the prelims. And I'm like, why did they put him, a guy that's been there for 12 years, a guy yeah. who's been who's fought for the belt, why is he on the prelims? Uh, my guess is, is that his opponent wasn't Russian. Because every main he, card. But he is Russian. He's from Dagestan fighting out of London, England. Oh, okay. Yeah, he, okay. he is Russian. All right. Well, there goes that theory. Yeah, he just trains in England. Tim by decision. Yep. Let's jump uh, jump up into the main card. We'll go a little deeper in the main card. Uh, Magomed Ankalaev coming in 
18, 1, and 1 versus Johnny Walker coming in at 21 and 7. So, last fight for Uncle IF was um, Big Blonde. What's his name? I will tell you. Uh, Anthony Smith? Nope. Thiago Santos? Nope. Um, Is that what his last fight was Anthony Smith? Yeah, Anthony Smith, Thiago Santos, Vulcan. Who did he fight that Me. was. Ch oh, what? No, it's Blockowitz. It is his last oh, fight. Blahovich. Blahovich, oh, Blahovich. Oh, yeah, the draw. The draw. Yes. Yeah, 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 that yeah. was his last fight. My bad. So he was losing that fight and then just started destroying his leg yes, with leg kicks. I remember that. To where he couldn't. He ended up falling down and ended up fighting off his back. Uh, Blockwich did, Blahovich, whatever his name yep. is. Um, but Uncle Live, like, all of a sudden turned it up late, you know, and came back and, and yeah. won that round. I think, I think 10 8 at that round, and that's what brought it to a draw. That sounds right. Yeah. That sounds right. That's, I, that's Which, what happened. 10 8 Blahovich? Right. Holy crap. Well, talk about a comeback. Like, he, I, I'm, I'm sure he was down. And was able to come back and do that at the end of the fight, yeah. you know, and, and it's like, nah, 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 I'm going to save my record here <laughs> and at least get a one after the one. <laughs> you know, it's interesting because, um, oh yeah, yeah, they so they call him eighteen one and one. Yep, that's yeah. that's that's what they list list him as, which has got to be so frustrating as a fighter. You go through, I think that was a five round fight too, wasn't it? Was or was it not? So the one at the end of my record comes after a 30 minute a 30 minute fight that was a draw so that was Blahovich uncle live was the that was the main event of ufc 282 so, so that was a five round fight and okay. they went through a war for five rounds and they're like eh call it a draw yeah that's gotta suck man yeah pretty sure that was there was a 10-8 in there so that means he won a round and 10 at that round and then um Blahovich. Blahovich won the other three rounds yeah yeah you said you went thirty minutes straight. Me and Pat Militich went thirty minutes straight oh, to yeah. a draw. Which which Pat Militich fight was that? Was the, it the uh, well? Our first one went twenty minutes straight. The second one went thirty minutes straight. Okay. The third one was in the UFC, and it only went like ten minutes. Which, which was the one that had his best man as the referee? Um, was it that one? It was definitely two, but I believe it was one and two. Oh wow! Okay, now that makes it tough. Yeah. Um, really hard to bet <laughs> against Uncle Iev here, but you got to like, I mean, Johnny Walker is awesome. He's a solid, solid fighter. Uh, he is coming off two wins of Anthony Smith, Paul Craig, Paul Craig, yep. and Ion Kuchiba. I think. Kudilaba. Yeah, Kudilaba. I think that uh, Uncle Iev wins this fight. Yeah. Johnny Walker is tough. He's good. Um, he's also another guy not from Ireland that's fighting out of SBG. Um so he's getting better and better everywhere, but I, I don't think that he, I don't think he has what he needs to beat that guy. He's got losses to Jamal Hill and Thiago Santos. So when you when you look at the quality of his wins versus the quality of losses, Anthony Smith is no, and Paul Craig, they're, they're not they're not pushovers. But no, not they're at all. also not um, Jamal Hill. No. So for sure. Um, uh, do you see who's, who's Uncle Lives one loss? Uh, let me look and see. Is it in the UFC? Paul Craig, <laughs> UFC Fight Night one twenty seven submission. Yeah, triangle choke. Yeah, I was gonna say it'd have to be a submission of Paul Craig one. Um, but it was his first fight in the UFC. Okay. And he's gone on gone on a bit of a streak since then. 
Um, yeah, that was in uh, 2018. Um, how do you see this? How do you see this fight going? Is um, I'm going to go with him by decision. Just okay. his, his three rounds. If it was five, I'd say he stops Walker, and he still might stop him. But I think he probably wins by decision in three rounds. If he stops him, it's going to be strikes. Is yeah. he going to? He's going to knock him down, not take him down. Right. Okay. I mean, he can take him down, but right. I believe he probably gets back to eating up that front leg like he did on Blahovich and, oh. and you know goes from there if i was johnny walker i'd be working on better be working better on be. checking those kicks man yeah but and and we've talked about this before even if you check a kick though that that doesn't come without a cost for sure you know for that sure. checking those kicks hurts but if you check them correctly and and well the calf kick is difficult regardless you check it or not it's still gonna hurt yeah um but if you check a regular leg kick correctly it's gonna hurt him and he More. won't kick that much you know he won't kick you know right. much anymore the co-main Kamaru Usman coming in at 20 and 3 versus Hamzat Chimaev he hasn't fought Hamzat Chimaev hasn't fought in over he never a year. fights he's he only fought a few times in the UFC he's he's 12 and 0 professional in his UFC he's got five fights maybe one two three this is only Oh, I'm sorry. I gotta go. I gotta go deeper. He's got three fights, going back to to 2020 in the UFC, and then he had a whole bunch of cancel bouts with with Leon, and then he, which is interesting, he went to Bulldog Fight Night. He was in UFC, then he went to Bulldog, and then he's been at UFC two times after that with Gilbert and Kevin Holland. Huh. I wouldn't think the UFC Does it would say let. under there that it was kickboxing or boxing or something besides MMA. Next, oh, to it? oh, it says wrestling. Okay, it, it says wrestling. Okay. okay, so that that's why. And it was winning that my makes points. more sense. Um, um, so this is a great fight. I'm so, I might it's be, at 185. So yeah. Usman's moving up. Yep. Um, tough fight to take. You know, Usman has the highest takedown defense in UFC history at 97. percent Um. I don't know how it's 97%, and they also claim he's never been taken down. He has been taken down. He got taken down by um, Colby, and he also got taken down. Didn't Leon take him down? Leon. Leon took him down and mounted him. Yeah. Yeah, he, he took him down. And, that was the second time. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, he's been he's been taken down, but they still have him at the whatever. But, yeah, he's at 97% takedown accuracy defense. Man, when you think about Usman's physique – and now he doesn't have to cut, and he gets to keep an extra 15 pounds yeah. on him. So that's not that's a different thing altogether. It's not even a 10-pound weight class. That's a 15-pound weight class. That's right. when they first start gapping bigger on the on the jumps in the weight classes. So I don't know. You know, I, I know he walks big, and we yeah. know that Chimaev missed by nine pounds at 170, so that's why he's at 85. Yeah. Um, I think there was talk of Usman before going to 85. Okay. But I think he wanted to get the retain the belt again and, and kind of go from there first. I don't know. But um, I think it's a great fight. I think that Chimaev needs to take him down. I think he'll try to take him down. And he might take him down. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, I, it's so intriguing. This fight, I can't call. I can't call this fight. Hard to bet against Chimaev. Yep. But... It's, uh, it's almost equally hard to bet against. Uzi. Gilbert Burns took him in deep waters, man. Yeah, and and uh, hurt him. Yeah, you know, and 
Not that MMA math ever works out, but Usman knocked out Gilbert Burns. You know? So Usman's going to have the power, I believe, in the striking. I think that uh, there might be there might, we'll see what his speed carries like for moving up to 185. I don't know. It'll be it'll be an interesting fight, and I'm excited for it. Fight IQ feels like Usman's got the higher fight IQ in this one. Um, I would I, go with that. I, I feel like Hamzat is gonna bull rush you. He's gonna overwhelm you. But I don't know that. And and he's going to. He's just going to like bite down on his mouth guard and just go in. Where I feel like Usman's going to be more patient. He's going to pick you apart a little bit more. I think someone needs to come out and set the tone right off the bat and get a takedown. Because who if you, if they both start striking and they both start banging on the feet, yeah, they're both going to get lured into that. Yeah. And someone's going to get an easy takedown because of it. Okay. You know, they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna get comfortable striking and not thinking about the wrestling and end up on their back. And I think if someone just comes out and sets the tone and puts the other on their back, <clears throat> it'll uh, it'll set up for you know. Now you know I can take you down. Yep. Even if you get back up, let's let's go back to the feet. But now you know I can take you down. Right. And, and they'll kind of go from there. Um, Usman's plus two eighty five. Hamzat's the favorite <laughs> at minus three sixty. Yeah. Which that's a that's a. I mean. It could be a good bet. It could be the exact same thing the other way around. Right. Chimaev hasn't lost, right? Correct. He's totally so, no. Right. So I think the only reason that's there is because Usman is coming off a loss. Two losses. Two losses uh, to the same guy. Yep. Yeah. Um, I don't think it. I don't think it translates. You know, to fighting, to fighting Hamzat. I would go with a clean slate for both of them. I think it's a it's a very even matchup. I think it's much more even than than the line says. I think the one issue could be the size in moving up and take also in taking a fight on what 10, 11 days notice. Yeah, that's yeah, a like, huge piece of this. And and they're the co-main, right? So fortunately yeah. for them, that's a three round fight. So that'll be Usman's first three three round fight in in probably multiple years. You know he's been fighting for the belt since he since he won the belt. Yeah, I'm even his two losses came from fighting for the belt. So those were five rounders. Five rounders. Yeah, I'm trying to think of who did he get the belt from? Was it Woodley? Yes. So, so then, yeah, Covington, Masvidal, Burns, Masvidal, Covington, Edwards, Edwards. Eight or nine, you just said. Yeah, yeah, that's all. All five rounders. All five rounders. Yeah. So and this will be the first five rounder for Hamzat. Right or was 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 Usman or uh, Burns a, a main event that night? That might have been a five rounder. They might have gone five rounds just because it was a main event. But I'm but you're sure. thinking this is, oh no, it is a, um, it is a three round fight. Yeah, this is a three round fight. Um and, what was Hamza Gilbert Burns? I'm looking to see here if it if it says, um, I don't know that it was. Doesn't say how, how much. No, that, that was Volkanovski and Korean Zombie. So, so it was, they were a three rounder. So they were a three yeah. rounder. Um, yeah, man, I just don't. I, I think I'm. I think three rounds is better for someone taking a fight on ten days notice, eleven yeah. days notice. Yep. So that that helps Usman as far as conditioning goes. He can go a little harder early on. Um, but if, I don't know. If I was Usman, I'd be watching that. I would. 
I would be memorizing that Gilbert Burns fight. Oh yeah, um, oh, because yeah. Gilbert he he hurt him. He knocked him down. At one point, I feel like he had him up against the cage and was starting to. He has was, he fought since then? Uh, he fought Kevin Holland for oh, two minutes. Yeah. Um, but again, that was September of twenty of twenty twenty two. That was another. That was another fight change on weigh-in day. Some, yeah, that was the Diaz-Leon like Edwards thing. Yeah. And they switched, and he switched. Oh, yeah. That was a big round robin where yeah. everybody missed. And yeah. Yeah. I, I remember that. Um, I I like – I think Hamzat plays a really good bad guy oh, yeah. in the UFC right now. So oh, yeah. it, makes me, it makes it easy for me to want to – crazy, man. Right? <laughs> but he's good. He is he's good. good. But I, I think if, if Kamaru – if he studies, if he prepares, and if he watches film, I think that he, I think he's got the fight IQ to overcome what I think Chimaev. he has the fight IQ to decision him. Okay, you know I don't. I, yeah, he either knocks him out early or he decisions him. I don't see him doing anything else. Um, I don't see him getting on top and ground and pounding him. Yeah. you know I, I see him either catching him on the feet or he's able to to grind out a decision. I just don't know if he can take him down three rounds in a row or the problem is if Hamzat wants to take him down and he wants to strike with Hamzat yeah. it's going to be easier for Hamzat to get the takedown you know so it's going to put it's going to put Usman in a position where he can't really let go he can't really get off his punches you know while while the other guy's trying to take him down it's difficult to to play that yo-yo game you know when he's coming in I'm coming in if I'm trying to extend and he's under me yeah. you know like it's yeah. he's got so much to think about if 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 Hamzat decides that it wants to be a wrestling wrestling match mm. can't wait for that one main event of the evening this is going to be a five rounder Islam Makachev Alexander Volkanovsky number two um, Volkanovski again taking this on what nine nine days? Same same day. Same day. I think these guys pretty close. Maybe yet. his was a little bit before, a day or two before. Yeah. Um, first off, any comments on um, Oliveira splitting his head open and training? Uh, is that is that a freak accident? Is that a, a bad training strategy? I mean, yes and no. We should probably wear. I mean, I don't know. We don't wear headgear. You know, um, I've heard people say he should have been wearing headgear just to not get cut. Okay, but I think like I think the reason people get cut so close, their weight's down, their skin's thin, yeah, they're bony, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, my rib, my rib injuries don't bother me until I start getting skinny, mm. and then like the cartilage starts catching on that Marcelo Garcia rib that I've got, <laughs> and and but it happens when I get skinny. When I start getting lean, that's when yeah. I get the most issues with it. Your your face gets bony, yeah. You know, it's much easier to cut at that point. And, and your skin's thin, so that's probably one reason. But, you know, how hard are you going? You know, I th we, we have our last hard spar. Um, I don't know. I guess it's, it's about the same, about the same amount of time out. I don't know. I can't remember. There was a fighter um, that was uh, went on Joe Rogan a couple years ago, and he actually didn't spar his entire training camp. Max Holloway? That's who it was. Yeah, Max doesn't – he supposedly doesn't spar – at all anymore and, and and the fight they were talking about he came in and looked i mean he ran yeah. over i don't remember whose opponent was but he ran over them and, yeah. and i remember rogan being like this may be the the strategy of the future don't yeah. take the damage you know work on conditioning and, and when you're at that level i mean right. it makes you wonder how much more you're going to learn in sparring 
you might get some techniques and work on head movement and stuff, but you can do all that without taking a punch, right? Sure, sure. Sparring's important just for the pace, you know, the cardio pace. You can sprint, run, swim, all those things. It's not the same as a spar, a, a live sparring yeah. round. You get that adrenaline, sure. you know, a little bit of nerves beforehand. Uh, not quite the same as a fight, but that's really the only way to duplicate that feeling for a fight is is come in on spar day nervous, you know, getting your gloves on, looking around the room, <clears throat> getting ready, you know, and, and kind of picking out who your rounds are going to be or knowing who your rounds are going to be yep. and which rounds are your hard rounds and whatnot. So it's 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 really um, gets you in the, in the zone. You know, you, you only get to spar. Like we spar once a week and, and – um, it's hard sparring, but it's important. It's especially important for guys who are not Max Holloway, not fought, you know, 30 times, 25 sure. times in the UFC. Sure. But it, it definitely helps with the conditioning. Uh, just like coming in, like people will tell me, oh, I'm going to get in shape and then join your jiu-jitsu class. I don't want to die, so I'm going to get in shape first. I'm like, bro, you could be Lance Armstrong. You're going to come in here and get tired yeah. because this is not what you do regularly. Yep. You're going to be exhausted. I promise you're going to be exhausted no matter what. Probably in the warm-up, you know. Just because it's functional, it's stuff that you don't normally do. Yeah, Absolutely. and so um, I think that's where where sparring sparring uh, is important. Uh, same thing I used to tell my my kids that I trained that race motocross. We do sprints, you know, motocross sprints, laps, you know, that were sprints, and as much as we did that, and as as hard as they would go during those times, as soon as they all turned pro. You know the first question you know what do you what do you think the difference is all oh, the pace the, the race pace is crazy you know the race pace is so fast for so long yeah you know i was like and everyone says the exact same thing the race pace is so much faster everyone is fast mm -hmm. you know yeah and and it's the same like you can't expect to go fight a guy in the ufc and be the same as fighting a guy in a local local show you know like sure. the the he's better you know, and his conditioning's better, and his training's better, and that's just, you know. Fight IQ, everything's everything better. Everything's better, yeah. All right. Well, getting back to Volkanovski and Makachev. Makachev, this, the previous fight went five rounds. Um, I'm trying to and even Volk remember. It, it was it was a decision, and was it was it a split decision? Yes, and Volk should have won and lost. Yeah. No, it was a unanimous decision. Was it? That's what it says. Mm-hmm. That's what it says, but I agree I with you. I had Volkanovski winning that fight, and I—I uh, I don't know how, what his condition. I think the only way he loses now is conditioning, you know, because of the the five round fight on on eleven days notice. He literally said, "I didn't have a beer in my hand when I got the phone call, or did I?" <laughs> you know, Jeez. I was like, "Jeez, you know, what a bummer to get that call." And that's why I think I, you know, it's, stay ready, so you don't have to get ready. That's. I mean, this is his ch if this is his chance. Yeah. If he loses this fight, no one's going to come back and say, "Well, it was only on eleven days, so let's give you one more try at him." This is his shot it to is. to redeem it and to be a two division belt holder. I'm if shocked. If he wins, you can guarantee there's a third one, though. For sure. Yeah. But if he loses, that's it, and yeah. he kind of like he shot a shot. Right. Well, that's why I said, man. What a what a risky fight to take Man. on that that short of notice. I'm sure him and Usman both got paid extremely well yeah. to save that card. Yeah, you know they were. It was already a great card. 
but it's so great. I can't remember who was fighting who now, just because uh, Charles Oliveira and then who was fighting um, Amzat? Uh, Paulo Costa. Paulo Costa, yeah. I think they both got upgraded. I think they both got upgraded. So that had to cost them. Uh, and and so these guys were obviously making good money off of the off the deal, but it was just risky for for Volkanovski, I think, more than anybody else on the card. Yeah. Just because if he doesn't get it done, or does that leave him yeah. back at forty five? You know, or, or yeah, forty five. Um, but if he does get it done, man, whoo! I meant to ask, and I didn't. Going back to the Usman fight for a second, Usman Shamayev, they're next in line to fight Sean Strickland. They got to be right. And boy, <laughs> I saw a meme earlier. It's like, who would have thought one year ago that Shamayev and Kamar Usman would be in line, try to fight each other to get ready to fight Sean Strickland? The winner gets Sean Strickland <laughs> for the belt, right? But that's, awesome. That's I crazy. love it. I love it. I um, I. I put together a couple of statistics that I thought were interesting for this. Um, we've got five five Russians on the main card. When you combine all of the records of the Russians' opponents, we'll start there. You know, you look at Johnny Walker and um, Alves. I mean, going going through um, the non-Russians, their record is 106-23-1, which is an 82.1% win percentage. That's a solid win percentage. Anybody that retires with an 82% win, Rate, yeah, that's solid. Very good. Then you look at the Russian side. All five fighters on the Russian main card total 86, I'm sorry, 85, 6, and 1 with a 92.3% <laughs> win rate. Yeah. This is a stacked card. It is. That's that's wild. What's that, what's that? Do you know that average between the two? What no? do you mean? Like, oh, if you add them together? Yeah, if you add them together, nah, but somewhere I, in the... 88 89 probably it's going to be a little more skewed toward the non-russians because right. they've got more fights so that's going to bring the average down but it's probably 80 86 87 yeah, I mean, that's that's still that's, that's a hell of that, a card that's it yeah yeah it is um awesome and i think going through you've you've picked on goliath i think you're kind of leaning towards hamzat but that one's kind of a pick em. um when you look at makachev and volkanovsky i'm selling the house i'm going all in on volk <laughs> <laughs> maybe like my one of the boards on my patio in the back i'll trade that right right just just the one just the one but hey, yes I'm, I'm pulling for him big time big time yeah gotta like that awesome. um before we close any thoughts on uh the usada ufc thing yeah that's been happening man right now? um i guess whoever they are switching to is going to be very similar okay um so they are going to have somebody it's not going to be unsanctioned um i think that people think that it had to do with connor of, of why they're getting rid of them and it could you know i don't know um they're saying that it was happening before the connor thing right so that that's possible well, i have no idea i'm not going to uh, you know assume one way or the other right but or speculate that it's because of him um i know that PFL hired USADA, and I think it was to be like, look, we're we're important as well, we're we're legit as well. But now that they're dropping them, are they going to keep them or what? I don't know what the what the plan will be for them. Interesting. And I have no information on the Bellator PFL you, thing either. You just read my mind. It was supposed to be the 16th. Today is the what 18th. Yeah, I think and, it is. And uh, I've heard bits and pieces, but well, as far as I know, 302, 301 in Chicago is 
I I went on uh, Bellator's website today just to see what they have, and they've got 301 on there, and that's uh, usually you can click through for a yeah, few. and especially we're nine weeks out. Yeah, that they haven't booked that venue yet or any of that. It's probably not. It's not going to happen. Um, I know that we stayed ready in case. Yep. Um, and as soon as we know what the deal is from whoever whoever. Uh, if they stay with Bellator, if they switch to PFL, whoever it is, we're going to be bugging to be on the first. You know, we want to fight first. We're ready to go now. Yep. We're ready to fight first. Already in camp. If you're taking us, take us and let's go. Yep. You know, if they have something before the tournament starts in March, that'd be ideal just so we can get ready and fight. Um, and then hopefully we get to fight through his contract. You know, it's there's three fights left on it. And fight through that contract. Yep. And not re-sign before the last one. And that way we can just kind of see... Just What's sit back and pick yeah. your next move. Yeah. So cool. All right. We'll be back on Monday, I guess, right? Awesome. See you guys on Monday. Thanks for watching. It is all over. Just like that.